I'm Tyler Florenz Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery. People, people <laughs> who need people. Hansen. Just keep singing the, the whole song. And then Are the time. luckiest <laughs> people! <laughs> That's pretty good. And this is The Franchise, the movie <laughs> podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Big, small, new, maybe a little older and more classic. And musical. <laughs> and musical, and maybe not necessarily considered a franchise, but, you know, it's got a sequel. There's two of them! <laughs> We're covering Funny Girl today. <laughs> and Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, and Happy Valentine's Day. Well, uh, you know... We whatever we inserted into the last episode of the Naked Gun at the very end, announcing the franchise, mm-hmm. which uh, will be Funny Girl, <laughs> <laughs> which will be Funny Girl. Uh, it is not. Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember what our we were going to do something else, and it was like a martial arts franchise. I'll just leave oh, it right. at that for now. And I was like, oh wait, <laughs> how did you run out of franchises we already? Run... <laughs> You've had to go just to Funny Girl. <laughs> well, Connery wanted to do Funny Girl for some reason. He's like, oh, mainly just because he wants me to watch an old musical. Even though, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I don't watch them that often. So fair point, fair point. Yeah. And uh, hmm. I kind of restructured the whole year going forward because there's actually movies coming out to like HBO Max and stuff. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Long-winded yeah. way to say we're covering a, a '60s <laughs> movie and its '70s sequel. <laughs> Both starring Barbra Streisand, starting with Funny Girl, her first movie ever, ever. So, and she originated the role of the Funny Girl on Broadway, right? Mm. Right? Guest we've yet to introduce. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, yes, true. She did originate the role, and that is a big reason that she got the part in the first place. So there. Excellent. That's the wonderful yeah. voice of our guest, Jamie Colblantz. Hello. Did I say it right? You did. Well done. Okay. Yay. Well Sorry. Done. Connery can cut that out or not if he wants. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, you, Jamie, you and Connery have known each other for quite some time, right? Yes. Um, What's the story with your friendship? Oh, gosh. Uh, I was best friends with his sister in high school, but we met in seventh grade. And mm-hmm. then what? And you would have been three years older. Yes. And then we did a lot of musicals. A lot and of, yeah, a lot of theater shows together, and it it was a a grand old time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any um, memorable performances for either of you performing in the same thing? Oh well, Connery. We did oh. Oliver, and yeah, right. Connery. Oh, was Bill Sykes, and he scared the daylights out of all of us. <laughs> And he personally yeah, I, brought in his dog, who was a very scary pit bull. And like, he wasn't a pit bull, he was a boxer. Sorry, a boxer. Big scary dog, you know. Like who, Margaret? Like Margaret. No, no. Like Margaret. Yeah, big scary like Margaret. Uh, now I have to post pictures of Margaret in the social media feed so people know. But yeah, he Sorry, was. Go ahead. No, he, that, he was great and very scary. And we did. We did Oliver and we did. Oh, Joseph, you're. Your performance in Joseph, I think, is is probably just legendary. It should be. Oh, that's that's fine. And Jamie, it was you were you were stage manager during Joseph, weren't you? Or were you other things? Oh no, I, like I was mind. I was the eldest brother who sang the cowboy song. That's what it was. <laughs> that's cool. No, it was <laughs> not. No, it was no, not. It was not. <laughs> Jamie was an awesome utility player. You were in. I remember I saw you in Hairspray. Yep. And I saw you in um, what else? Well, were you were you in um, Anne, Anne Frank, Diary of Anne Frank? I was. Right? I played the mom. 
You were. See, that's it. I remember you in that. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. I'm usually mm-hmm. the mom. That's my casting. I'm usually either <laughs> the mom, the nun, or the hooker. I, that's the, <laughs> Of all the roles to play, those are my most often cast as. So here we are. It's a variety. Mm-hmm. That's the wheelhouse. When, when did you play the hooker? <laughs> oh, in college. A uh, oh. couple of times. But my favorite was this Neil Simon play where a dad brings his son to uh, a whorehouse for his first time. And uh, I am the... The lucky lady of the You're night the on the time. corner <laughs> doesn't actually go through with it, but he pays me, so it's fine. It's only yeah, a little this awkward. Reminds me of a script one of our friends wrote. What? <laughs> hey, hey, quit swept tweeting. <laughs> Connery, have you ever played a sex worker in a musical? I've yet to play a sex worker. The I think Bill Sykes might have technically been a pimp, but Ooh, yeah, what is this? Is this the teacher? Um, no, Bill Sykes was uh, who I was in Oliver. He was a part-time criminal, but there, he had two women that worked under him as well. Oh, okay. Did you ever see Oliver and Company? Yes. Okay, he he's like, hobo? no, he's the the bad guy who's who's trying to take the, the hobo's money uh, with the okay. two Doberman <laughs> pinchers. Okay, yeah, that's why. That's like yeah. basically probably Connor already told you, but yeah, that's <laughs> I've seen Oliver Oliver and Company, but wait, is that it? No, never mind. It's not an adaptation. <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, for a second, I was like, is that an adaptation of Oliver Twist? But I'm like, wait. Yes. Oh, yes. It is? Okay, okay. Yes, Absolutely. that's exactly what it is. Because I was going to say, the two musicals I've seen was Lion King at the Pantages when I was like 10. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the uh, people dressed as giraffes and stuff running down the hallway scared me. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I, I must have been younger. I must have been like six or seven. The same uh, thing happened to Grace, and except she screamed like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh man, I also saw that show when I was oh, nice. six, and I cried at intermission because I thought it was over. It was so sad. <laughs> I was Sadly probably crying reason. about the draft people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I saw in like middle school, they took us to some indiscriminate community college to watch a rendition of Willy Wonka as a play. Oh wow! Oh wow! So that's that's my experience. <laughs> that's another one of Connery's roles, actually. Yeah, I was well as Willy Wonka. He was Willy Wonka. Connor, you're recording this well after the news has been uh, deliberated, but well, I, we're <laughs> right. also recording this on inauguration day. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they are making a Willy Wonka prequel that I guess we'll have to cover at some point. Absolutely, with Timothy oh. Charlemagne competing or Tom Holland, and we'll see yeah. who's young Willy Wonka. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you not hear about this, Jamie? No, I thought you guys were making that up. No, this I is real wish life. You were. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Either Timothy Chalamet or Timothy Hollandaise are uh, <laughs> going to be Willy Wonka, even though they kind of already did a prequel with uh, the Tim Burton one, which I like Christopher yeah. Lee in that as his dentist dad. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, but... I just, uh, the original was just so good. I just wanted them to kind of yeah. leave it. You don't want to see him in Slave Loompa Loompas? Not really. <laughs> I was going to say. To yeah. be fair, I was an Oompa Loompa, if you recall. You were, I, was, I do recall. I was your head Oompa Loompa, okay? Yes. So, big news there. I was the tallest, so I was the, I was the head. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good time. That does remind yep. me, I did, I, I did perform as both a monkey and a uh, citizen of Emerald City in sixth, no, like fourth grade. Wow. In the Wizard of Oz. So that's Very that's good. my debut and end of my career. So 
And uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I was upset with all the other kids playing monkeys because they weren't putting on like gruff monkey voices. They were just singing like children and I was getting upset with them like in my head that uh-huh. they wouldn't act more like monkeys. So yeah, you know, I'm telling the story yeah. to an actual actor right now. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, you're just expressing how you were a method actor already in, in like four, in, at, like six or seven mm-hmm. or something. They yeah. needed to get on your level. You know? Yeah. Oh gosh! But, um, you ate your sixteenth banana and almost had a potassium overdose. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, we gotta do this take again. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten the whole banana. Now I have to commit to it. <laughs> Was like John Cena, like Suicide Squad, did something similar to that, where you kept like having to eat something over and over and over again. Yeah, it's like hot pockets or something. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. that doesn't sound fun. But uh, I guess you know we're here to talk about Funny Girl, <laughs> but we have one more segment before we get to it. Oh. Of What's new? Beow! And at this point, it'll probably be like two months since we first announced this segment sequence title. So we'll probably have music over that now. Yeah, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> I should stop making that sound. No, we no, just got to treat it like it. it's already there. Like, wow, what a great sound. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you, I do Nick. like it. We will hear it Quality. while I'm talking right now. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little button on my uh, desk, but... What's new with you, Jamie? Is there anything that you've been watching or reading, listening, any kind of uh, media that you'd like to share with us? Oh, shoot. Uh, well, uh, like most girls in their mid-20s, uh, I have binged Bridgerton uh, oh. very much so, which uh, in itself is, is, a, is a fun little romp into the Regency era. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would say that I don't know if it would be exactly you guys' cup of tea, uh, but it does have some merit. I've seen an episode of it. The first one or the sixth one? <laughs> <laughs> I I saw the last one and that was it. Oh my god! <laughs> so I, no, I, no, 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 I, no! I, I, I saw the first one. I watched the first episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was watching like you because the whole it's basically like Gossip Girl meets Pride and Prejudice. Yes. fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And you find out who Gossip Girl is basically at the end of the the last episode. So I was like, oh my gosh, you just spoiled the whole thing. But you didn't. So, you- so it's, it's not going to be like a multiple season uh, thing? Or or is it? Well, it or, definitely you know could be. There's the book series that it's based off of. Um, there's as many books as there are children in the Bridgerton family. And oh, there's whoa. like seven kids. Um, oh, geez. I actually know the author's sister. We did a play together. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, she got all excited. One day she came into, like, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe rehearsal and was like, my sister <laughs> just met Julie Andrews because they're doing a project together. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? What? Who? Uh, What's this Bridgerton you keep talking about? <laughs> but it's very popular, and I think I think it's going to go for a while, and people are losing their minds. There's already a TikTok musical about it. Wow. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize people were going that crazy over it. Oh, yeah. People, I mean, it's Pride and Prejudice and Gossip Girl. You take, you know, every girl was obsessed with either one of those things growing up. So Mm -hmm. now you put them together. Great costumes, great acting. There's a lot of, you know, inappropriateness that happens. So you really, you're covering all your bases. I just looked at like sexy people in mid-century garb and i was like okay i i I understand it i mean the the plot's like will they fall in love yes they obviously will fall in love even though they say they hate each other (laughs) well that's the thing the main storyline isn't the most interesting one there's like four or five side stories um that Mm. 
are their own books um, in the the thing, and so they're kind of in the whole I don't know what series. Yeah. So you can kind of follow the more interesting characters. And then the main one I think is really great for people of our generation to look at it and go, oh, that's what happens when you don't communicate in a relationship. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Go from there. Go from there. <laughs> Roll them bones. <laughs> Karin, you talking about watching the six episode only makes me think we should cover Bridgerton, but we only watch... Just watching the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the first three... How many episodes are there? Uh, there's uh, eight. There are six. Eight you watch the first four, yeah. I'll watch the last four, but in reverse, we'll commit a temporal pincher movement on Bridgerton. Oh. See, that was our main thing. Oh you my made gosh. me watch the rest of Tenet so that... <laughs> and then I was I like, oh, we're doing it later. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it later now. And I was, you were like, you're like, oh yeah, like Cameron will be on, and we're going to talk about Tenet, so you have to finish it. And I forced myself to start over and watch it again and had the worst time of my life. That's definitely not a franchise. No, it's no. not. We, it was more like just to talk about with our Frank. He's a philosophy teacher. Oh, that's so cool. We're like, but so we're like, yep, we could start a new happened. podcast where we commit temporal pincher movements to every single TV series. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. We meet in the middle, and I'm like, it's okay. You'll know what's going on at the beginning. You're like, I'll see you at the end. <laughs> we were friends for a long time. It's, it's the end of a beautiful relationship. Oh, my God. Spoilers to me, it's of... just the beginning. <laughs> Oh, land. Okay. I was so mad that I was able to like scream out the lines they said before they said them <laughs> verbatim during that scene. I like that scene. Uh, hey, Connery, what's what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? Well, uh, what is new? That's a good question. Oh, okay. That's what I did. So last night I watched WandaVision, and that was fun. Oh, no spoilers, please. I'm behind. WandaVision, WandaVision. It's just the first two episodes, James. So if you watch those, you're good. I haven't. I just... Oh, okay. I haven't. I've been so... It's actually finals week at the school I work for. So I'm a little swamped. So you're just grading all the papers right now. I'm writing F, F, F. Pretty much. How'd you know? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you a teacher too? Yeah, that's part of my day job. A theater teacher? Oh, no, darling. Uh, I mean, I am stage managing a show right now, but that's kind of a side project. Um, But I teach a bunch of different classes at the high school where Connery and I actually went together. Um, So we have come full circle. You're loving it, James. There are a lot of parts about it that I love, but in order for me to be full time, I've also taken on uh, independent PE, which is an online PE class that I am the moderator (laughs) of. That is like the opposite of who you are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just imagine like like online PE, just you watching through a monitor, and they're just like all like on a basketball court, and you have to tell them what to do. Oh my god! But that's not how that works. I might prefer that actually. I think that would. I was be picturing funny. like a whole series like pixelated men or women running in like just a straight line and jumping over those hurdle things. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. One hundred percent. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Good guess. Yeah. Uh, I I watched WandaVision. It was fun. Good enough. Uh, Without giving any spoilers, I guess you're only two episodes in, but is it anything like the comic that you like a lot? Um, I would say the only only way it's like um, Vision by Tom King is that it takes place in the suburbs, and I would pretty much be like, that's kind of it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I think it's very, they're going a very, very different direction. So you forcibly watched Tenet, didn't like it, and you watched (laughs) WandaVision. And I enjoyed it a little bit more than Tenet, I'd say. I think I think Lily's watching that right now. Oh yeah? Yeah. I like the theme song they do. It's cute. 
I like that they're going through like the forties and then or the forties and or fifties and sixties, I guess is what the episode jump is. So it's fun. Uh, yeah, it's cute. Tyler, how about you, my my friend? What is going on? My co host. <laughs> my co friend? Uh my co friend. <laughs> uh you know, been just watching a lot more nineties movies, particularly nineties right, action right. movies, and I think I'm slowly running out of like good ones. <laughs> so yeah, that's something. Um but I did have a little penchant to watch a little more uh, Leslie Nielsen after our Naked Gun series. Oh, okay. So I watched Mr. Magoo. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which is on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. I remember watching this a lot as a kid. So I think my parents recorded it on like a tape and then like from TV. And then I would just watch it all the time. Because some yeah. parts would really pop out and then other parts I didn't rem- remember at all. But mm-hmm. there's definitely a whole depiction thing in the beginning. Of it's just like, oh, like, uh, it's that Disney Plus thing where it's just like, oh, like, <laughs> the things portrayed in this movie are, are incredibly insensitive <laughs> and yes. uh, are just, uh, like, emblematic of their times. I'm like, Embl- of their times? Like, this came out, like, 20 years ago. It was still, like, offensive. <laughs> but there's even one, like, in the actual theatrical thing of just, like, like impaired vision and stuff like that. But I think also, like, there's some... Like, there's a secret agent who wears brown face at some point, which also sucks. Um, Classic. That's a uh, bad one. Yeah, that all mm. that stuff is very bad. Um, but I think I, you know, the dog in it is really cute. And <laughs> um, I would like to say it's harmless fun, but that other stuff isn't so harmless. But no, <laughs> I don't know. Leslie Nielsen just doing this thing again. <laughs> it was well, I, I know you're Mr. M- I know you're a Mr. Magoo fan. I thought you were much more a Mr. Bean fan. Uh, I don't care for Bean so much, but I do oh. really like Mr. Bean's Holiday. There it is. Ooh. So, I don't like any of the any of the misters you just said. <laughs> what about Mr. the misters? What about Mr. Mom? Oh, you got me there. That's just a classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know, Mr. Magoo. I think that's it. What are you saying, Connery? <laughs> No, I was going to be like, do you have anything else? You saw uh, Mr. Magoo. I went up to my grandma's over the weekend because she has like a bunch of oak trees that are shedding all their leaves. So I mm. put oh. like, you know, 30 trash bags full of leaves. Um, <laughs> so I did that all day. But, so you're a manual labor. <laughs> yeah. So she had never seen John Wick 3, but she's liked the first two a lot. Mm. Oh. So yeah, my grandma likes like really violent movies. <laughs> uh, I remember when Mad Max came out. We saw it together, Connery, but I think I saw it a second mm. time. After I like after the graduation ceremony, mm-hmm. and like at the end of the, my mom's like, oh, I don't know if like your grandma will like that, and we watched it. She's like, I love Mad Max Fury Road. Like, <laughs> that's so one of my favorites. Like, yeah, yeah, hardcore granny, hardcore granny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she liked John Wick Chapter Three quite a bit. So I love John Wick Chapter Three. <laughs> so you can watch Mr. Magoo if you want on Disney Plus, <laughs> and John Wick Chapter Three on AT and T app? Question mark. That's just what my grandma had. I don't know. <laughs> Everything has an app now. Maybe it's there. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, Connor, you're saying something. Oh, I was going to say, if that's all, we can dive into the wonderful Barbara Streisand and the funny girl and the people who need people. And I'm going to say that as many times as possible. Mm-hmm. You should. And this movie, Funny Girl, is available on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, so, it is. Yes, it's free, baby. <laughs> and so worth it. It's so good. Mm hmm. It's two and a half hours of gold. I have an intense infatuation with 1960s musical movies. As you should. And do, do elaborate. As, as you should, exactly. 
Um, well, I I like I like the like the filter they put like when they shoot Barbara Streisand with like the really soft lens every time they light her super like intense or they blow out all her features mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. I think it's funny but charming at the same time. They do that a lot in, in like pretty much every movie she's in, I feel like at one point or another. Mm-hmm. But uh there's though so there's that. I've watched a lot of Barbara Streisand movies, so it's like of course Funny Girl and then Hello Dolly. Oh, Hello Dolly. Um Camelot is one of my all-time favorite um 1960s musicals. I love that movie so much and I think that one is actually three and a half hours long or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, they, you know, they were not trying to sacrifice anything in these stories. No. It was like we we're telling the whole thing exactly how we want to tell it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of respect that, you know? Yeah, and I think that's like the big vein of like they have these like just big bombastic like musicals or I don't think they're bombastic. Like, if anything, I think Funny Girl's very intimate and then Camelot's mm. very big but it zooms in on just like it's these three people's relationship and that's what we're focusing on this entire show yeah well hello, but like everything around them is huge yeah hello dolly is actually known as the the, the nail in the coffin of musical theater um Ugh. because it was so big it was so bombastic the studio spent so mm. much money on it and then yeah. it didn't just get it didn't it wasn't as well received as they wanted it to be and then they kind of stopped making musicals for a little while Mm. See that's such a bummer. Like I, I like that. One. I think it looks. Everyone looks so beautiful. Like the costume design is great. Mm-hmm. I love like big market scenes in all of these movies, pretty much too. Like there's one in Funny Girl and there's one in Hollow Dolly. Just like everybody mm-hmm. going out and being like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did it you guys notice for some reason when uh, in the in the movie um, Fanny gets a uh, a telegraph from Florence Ziegfeld, mm-hmm. um, and a whole you know getting a telegraph was like a huge thing in that time yeah. it was really only got it so you would know when people were dead which is why everybody like yes, runs yeah. to the door but if you look in the crowd there's actually a gentleman who was sitting in a barber chair and he gets up out of the barber chair and he has half a face full of <laughs> shaving cream and he's just standing like one of these extras just went overboard in this moment and i just love it so much i didn't see them i i just remember it's like what a world someone must be dead like <laughs> what the old lady says yeah all the uh all the extras are really putting in work in this uh in this movie and uh me and connery talk about every so often just being like two people in a movie in the background mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. kind of like our goal in life um, <laughs> from this <laughs> podcast at least <laughs> yeah this podcast is my life now yes <laughs> oh, it's your life now. Um, i'll take it you can have worse and, uh, lives it's just like, oh, like the, the song and dance men in, in like the routine. They're wearing like the tuxedos and uh, mm-hmm. they have the canes and everything and mm-hmm. the hats. I'm like, oh, that should be us. But I'm like, oh, that would require me to actually be good at like dancing well, what do they and do? singing. They just, they, they just like strut around and go, the most beautiful <laughs> yeah. girl. Don't forget the matching shoes. That's a big thing about right. musical theater that makes me so happy is that everything is the same color from the shoes to the top hat. Same color. Don't know why, but they it looks that. good. That number, the most beautiful girl thing, reminds me of like singing in the rain. Even though I think singing in the rain came after that, I think Correct. after this or before. Yes, yeah, singing in the rain came after this. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Blazing Saddles, but that's probably because I don't have <laughs> as much context. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love like the number that where they do like the the clothing ad in Singing in the Rain, and then like this is basically like a lingerie ad in <laughs> Funny Girl. Yeah, so it's funny Singing in the Rain. I believe. Well, hold on, I actually have. I'm a huge Singing in the Rain fan, and I actually have a little mm-hmm. postcard right here. Oh, um, Singing in the Rain came out 1952. So Singing oh, in the so Rain that was way before this, came yeah. out first, but yeah. 
the story that is taking place in Funny Girl is before mm. the time period of Singing in the Rain. Right, yeah. I was curious what time it was because Barbra Streisand is wearing late 1960s costumes no matter where she is, <laughs> while yeah. everyone else is forced to be in a period piece. <laughs> yeah, but her costumes look so good. Who cares? They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one point she's wearing like a floral kind of like headband thing. I forget the exact name for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, she looks like really good. I'm like, oh, wait, she looks very 60s and like Barbara Streisand. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just forgot. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't mind. Yeah, it totally doesn't matter. Like, she's just kind of like in the, especially like in the, I guess, second act of the of the show mm-hmm. where she's a mom. It, she just literally looks like she is in the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, they just like gave up. Yeah. When was the last time you guys saw a movie that had an intermission? Uh, my version uh, didn't on Amazon. Unless mine I, didn't either. Yeah. Do you have the DVD or? Yeah, I have the DVD. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, because I was so reading like, on, DVD. on IMDb that it did have an intermission. I was joking with Connery this morning when I started watching it. I'm like, oh, two and a half hours. Like, there's definitely, I'm going to have to make my own intermission. And because I'm just like, <laughs> I kind of, I did make one because I'm like about an hour and a half in. I'm like, yeah, this is, it just gets kind of a, uh, just the length alone with all the singing and everything, I guess, for me, like a, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Uh peasant of <laughs> musical <A> peasant. theater <laughs> peasant how dare you well i will say um, i think the first hour and a half and the last 10 minutes are the best parts yeah mm. i would agree with that i mean this is the only first time i've seen it and but uh yeah i definitely agree with that but basically what i'm saying is it does feel like like a lot the intermissions were a lot more common back then too like the only movie yeah. i've really seen in theaters that have an intermission it was uh hateful eight Right, and, and that was more, I think, just stylistically. Even though that movie is like three hours long, mm, yeah. But you know, that was fun. I felt really special when I got like the big playbill in my hand for that. And I was like, I wish all movies did this. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can you imagine going like in the '60s and paying like you know nothing to go see these like gorgeous <laughs> movies and right. live these amazing stories? It's just like, uh, I I definitely more vibe with the era that this movie was made in so i think that's mm-hmm. part of why i love it so much is i'm like can we well, look at the musical movies we have now like we we have cats and then like a very okay <laughs> production of les mis i don't want to talk about cats <laughs> what are your what's your opinion on la la land jamie okay i'm split as a person who has a theater degree i recognize its flaws and i understand why people don't like it as a human being, oh my gosh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will, I will watch. That's one of my comfort films. I will watch that any day of the week, anytime. Uh, I actually got called Emma, Emma Stone a lot in college, back when I had red mm-hmm. hair, when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love it. I love the music. I love the song. I love how much fun that they're having. Like, it, it, it's just... It's it kind of it's you know it is a love letter to the to the musicals of the sixties and seventies and fifties and all of our the past mm. lives of musicals and there's references everywhere if you look for them so you yeah. I just you gotta you gotta respect that you know yeah yeah I was wondering yeah yeah because I know you you both you and Connery obviously I've already said this like twenty times on this episode but <laughs> you know about musicals way more than I do mm. but um. It's like, yeah, I guess it's the same way for me where it's like, I've only seen that movie once and I liked it, Mm -hmm. but my main Mm -hmm. complaint, I think, was not enough songs. Like, I'm like, oh, is it a musical or not? Because, like, the second half really just is less and less music, I guess. Yeah. That's true. But you do drop it off on the second act. There should be some kind of heartfelt pain song that Emma Stone sings at some point, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, you just get that little bit of someone in the crowd when she's singing alone in the bathroom. 
And you're like, ah, she's really thinking. Because I, I she's really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, the beginning where they're all stuck on the freeway, and I really like the song with her friends, and they're all like color coded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess just I I think that's mainly it's not even a criticism of the movie per se. It's just like there's just not musicals that are really made like on such a scale anymore. Yeah, really yeah. at all. So it's like I guess that's why and partly why I was bummed. I'm like, oh, I just really wanted this whole thing to be like a musical, and it feels like mm-hmm. kind of half of a musical. So. Yeah. Fun fact, the, um, the freeway scene was actually an add-on. That was a reshoot. Oh. They didn't have that mm-hmm. at the beginning. It just kind of started off with them honking in the cars. Mm-hmm. And then they took it to a test audience, and they were like, it just is missing something. And the guy was like, I know, shut down the 405. And they <laughs> filmed it, like, record fast time, edited yeah. it, <laughs> get it, get it. And all of that choreography and the props and mm-hmm. the cars, it blows my mind. <laughs> That guy was uh, great. just happened to be watching a Goofy movie when they were when they had an issue. Yes. <laughs> now there's a musical y'all should be talking about. Let's yeah, go. A Goofy movie. We got to cover Goofy movie it's one mu- day. And we will. There. It's there's two. There are like what three? There's yeah, two. Okay. there's two. Okay, two. Franchise. We can do Goofy movie at some point. <laughs> Franchise. Franchise. Too bad. Too bad I don't still have my Goofy hat with ears that I got from Disneyland when I was like ten. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my thing. Though. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll wear it, and I don't know <laughs> pointless visual bits. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what a rational, smart person! <laughs> what? We haven't had one of you on the show before. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> sorry to to break the mold here. Um, I do have lots of fun facts about Funny Girl, though. Yes, which please is do tell. My in my brain. Well, I assume. Do you guys know the whole Oscar scandal thing that happened? No. Oh my gosh. With La La Land? No, with <laughs> La La Land. It all it all comes together. Um so basically this was Barbara's first performance ever in a movie mm-hmm. and she was nominated for best actress, you know, as you do mm-hmm. in your yeah. first first time to bat, ever. you know, it's fine. Um mm-hmm. and she actually is one of the few people that has ever tied for a win. It's like less oh, than 5 dang. people ever have ever tied. And it was Whoa. her and Catherine Hepburn um, for The Lion in Winter. And Catherine Hepburn had won the Oscar the previous year. So mm-hmm. she didn't even show up. Oh. She was like, So Barbara won. Eh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go. So she's still tied, technically. I mean, Catherine still has, you know, she, she still got it. Um, yeah. But Barbara got to have that whole moment for herself. <laughs> At the Oscars. And that's crazy because that was the first ever televised Oscars. Whoa. Dang. Yeah, 1969. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, good good for you, Barbara. I didn't know she won an Oscar for that. She did. It was her first. Very big deal. She's obviously won more since then. She has a mm-hmm. Tony. Uh, which She had nominated for her role in Funny Girl, but she didn't win. Mm. Um, and I think she's got a Grammy. I don't know if she has an Emmy, but I think she might be an EGOT. I'm not sure, but possibly i'd believe it did she say hello gorgeous or is that just a? she totally did she does hello gorgeous she took (laughs) she took the trophy and she went hello gorgeous which is actually i was gonna say that at the beginning but i thought it might be a little too cheesy Mm. uh so i just i left it let it be oh you should have said it's okay let's go back (laughs) cut it in (laughs) yeah all right you're editing this one oh yeah yeah I'll, i'll do it sure Basically, our guests only make this podcast better, so you literally say whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, pressure's off of you, too, I guess. It's 
Exactly. Jacob was on here and he made the he made the joke that like uh, I yeah, I'd love to go here and do your job for you or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh well, my we gosh. don't wanna, you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to talk about the whole movie if you don't want. Um Jamie. I will talk <laughs> you don't about have to do all the heavy lifting. I will talk about the whole thing. We start off in Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yonkers, that's where we are. No. <laughs> Maybe. I, like, I think you're in another show. I don't. I don't know. It's in New York. It's old timey. I think New York old timey equals Yonkers. I don't. Yonkers. I don't know. We're in some flop house on the West End. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I just. This... I love this movie. I just do. Mm-hmm. There's so much, and especially like for me growing up as a girl in theater who definitely did not look like the other Barbie girls in theater. Like mm-hmm. I watched this when I was like. 11 and it just gave me so much hope for my future and it worked out i did comedy roles and i you know Mm -hmm. tried to be as funny as i possibly could and it worked out you're not a chorus girl you're a singer yeah not let's not go that far (laughs) (laughs) you're an actress actress. there you go Yeah, but there, and you know, growing up and learning all of the weird things that happened with this movie like there was um there was a, a war, there was a six-day war going on at the time of filming between Egypt, Egypt and Israel, right? Mm-hmm. Which was, a, you know, a big thing in and of itself. But when you have a giant budget movie starring Barbara Streisand, who's Jewish, and Omar Sharif, mm-hmm. which I think is his last name, who is Egyptian, this, like, they wanted to kick Omar out. Like, they were like, huh. we need to fire him, whatever, it's bad pl- publicity. Because there was a picture, a publicity picture of him and Barbara kissing on the cover of Newsweek or some such. Mm-hmm. And people were losing their minds because, you know, their, their two countries were at war with each other at the time. Huh. Which is just a, another fun fact, but and not so fun because it's obviously terrible. But yeah. there's just all this hidden stuff in Funny Girl that watching it on the surface, you'd never know about all the things that were happening during the filming. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's intense. I was reading about that, too, and... Egypt wanted to like ban Omar Sharif from like coming back to Egypt at any point. I think. Jeez. Oh yeah, they were and then, pissed. And Barbara Streisand's like, "How do you think my Aunt Rose feels?" And I was like, "Okay, ba 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 ba." She's never off, guys. It's it's yeah. Babs. You know, she's but she definitely good. has that like twenties, thirties comedy comedian, as they would say back <laughs> yeah. then, like energy. You know. She's got the soul of a vaudevillian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, I also read that. So this is William Wyler's first musical, and it's like his second to last movie. <laughs> so that's pretty wild. And he just, he was cast, like they're trying to cast other people. And then he just went into the commissary at the studio and just saw Omar Sharif eating food. He's like, I should cast <laughs> that guy. At least that's what Wikipedia says. But... He was like, Nikki Hartstein. <laughs> well, originally the studio wanted Frank Sinatra. For the role. There's all of this stuff about who wanted what for which role. Because originally the studio wanted Shirley MacLaine. I want you to think about this movie starring Shirley MacLaine as Fanny Bryce. What? They wanted her and they wanted Frank Sinatra. And I'm looking up a picture of Shirley MacLaine. (laughs) Yeah, what else is Shirley MacLaine in? Uh, Well, she's the mom on the Partridge family. That's like what I most know her from. She's done a ton of other stuff. She's very famous. Um, You said... um... You said Shirley MacLaine, and I instantly thought John MacLaine. Oh my gosh! I even spelled the I, same way. 
I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of her in like a black and white young. Like maybe. Well, like... she's drop dead gorgeous. She's blonde. She has a really thin, almost Julie Andrews kind of vibe, like Maria von Trapp. Oh yeah, here's here's another one. She she's actually very pretty. Yeah. yeah. And not to say mm-hmm. Barbara's like ethereal. She's not just pretty. It's a whole other thing. No, she's yeah. She's pretty in a very fun way. Yeah. Like, she's uniquely beautiful. That's why I was like confused in the beginning of the movie where she's like everyone's like it's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm one of the beautiful girls, like the eight beautiful girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was and just like, like mm. it was like, yeah, Barbara Streisand is really pretty. What are they talking about? And then when else is like, oh yeah, I guess it's like the '60s, but then it's also adapted, like it's based on somebody in the tens of twenties. So it's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just public perception is very different. Back well, then. she was mm-hmm. short, she was Jewish, yeah. and she had brown hair and brown eyes, or not brown eyes, she had light eyes. But mm-hmm. it's the whole thing of like when you wanted to go see a showgirl. You know, they even have a joke in there about her boob size. Like, they're... Yeah, and thin legs. Yeah, then she's got skinny legs. She's flat as a board. Mm-hmm. She's short. Mm-hmm. She's Jewish. Like, not what people were paying money to see back then. And it's so funny because even throughout the movie when she's getting all of this success, all of this renown, whatever, and she feels valued, anytime anybody mentions her as pretty or something like that, she just deflects it. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, I love it. Yeah. It made me a little sad because part of me wishes she'd accept that people do think she is beautiful in like a d- in, in a sense maybe she doesn't fully recognize. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish she got over that at some point, but I, I guess it's fine. It kind of shows her a little bit of her hubris that she like deflects that or makes her very insecure. And people are like, you're pretty. Like, you're the wonderful, beautiful Fanny Bryce. She's like, eh. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing when you grow up knowing like, well, I better be funny because I'm not pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the trade-off. And then all of a sudden she's, She's funny and she's successful, but she kind of uses that as a way to cover up the fact that she doesn't think she's pretty. And then it doesn't yeah, help that her husband is, you know, <laughs> beautiful, <Yeah>. gorgeous. <laughs> What's that line she says? The groom was be- most more beautiful than the bride. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm funny. Yeah. yeah. Same. We just need to be funny in life, guys. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Um, I'm just a funny troll that lives under a bridge. And under dungeon. <laughs> And I live in the Undertaker, <laughs> a joke from before we were recording. Connor, I oh, thought I you were going to at least, Connor, I thought you were going to at least say, Tyler, you're pretty, you're fine. But well, just like, yeah. knows you didn't say that to me. Oh, wow. Well. Wow. <laughs> Should I leave? Tyler, you're beautiful. Just having a moment. Should I leave? Hello, gorgeous. It's a great line. Hello, it's on one of the, like, top 100 best lines ever written. It's mm. number 81. I, I kind of just imagine Barbara just saying that in the mirror and then just, like, just furiously writing it down. Like, yeah, that was in the script. I wrote that. That was good. That was good. Did anyone get that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that? Mm-hmm. She didn't say that. I wrote it. I wrote it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take my Oscar now. Thank you. I'll take my Oscar now. Best screenplay goes to me. <laughs> oh, no. I was, I was just going to say, I like when she does like the, hey, Mr. Whatever, here I am. <laughs> Mr. Arnstein. This- yeah, there's no Mr. Zigfield out here. There's Mr. Keeney here. I am. Yeah, it's Keeney at the beginning, and then Arnstein mm. when she's like running to meet him at the boat. Her mm-hmm. flowers are all in tatters. Uh, it's just such an That's like. Great. I don't care if you've never heard a funny girl. You know that song. Oh yeah. Like Tyler. Hmm. Did you know that song? Funny girl. No, like the <laughs> Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Otherwise, no, I didn't know anything from this. You didn't know Don't Rain on My Parade? No, sorry. Oh, man. You didn't know People Who Need People. Oh, it's such a good song. I didn't know any songs mm-hmm. from this. All right, I've been disproven. That's fine. I've I'll take disproven. my leave. 
No, but Tyler's very much a. He's been living under a musical theater rock, so yeah, I, I really wanted to. Sh- I really have. I like. I like to show things him, like especially if it's a mandatory thing for our show that he can't really be like. Oh, I didn't really want to watch it. So, what was you guys's? I guess favorite song since they were all new to you, Tyler. At least, what what's your favorite? Yeah, of the Tyler. Songs? Um, what did I write down? What's the? Uh, I texted you, Connor. What was that? How did that song go? A blue. Oh, you I'd rather be blue Think thinking of you, you than da, da, da. with somebody else. Yeah. yeah the song's called good. I'd Rather um, Be Blue. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> one that's like I'm a person who's historically terrible with lyrics. Like I don't remember any songs. I don't remember any songs ever, basically. Ooh. Uh I just because I was like a drummer in high school and stuff, and for some reason that's just what I always click with. It's just like, oh yeah, I know how this song feels, but I can't remember <laughs> lyrics like ever. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, part of why I probably just never into musicals, really. Cause, yeah, because uh, it's mostly lyrics. <laughs> what was that one called? Uh, oh, Stomp. <laughs> That's not a musical. But yes. it, like, oh, gosh. It's just a performance <laughs> of drumming. The very early 2000s kind of uh, live You'd performance. You'd just be sitting in the audience being like, yes, <laughs> yes, I feel everything. I mean, I didn't even like love that. I just remember like they showed that to us in a... Uh, like junior high band whenever the teacher was out or something like well gotta put stomp on <laughs> gotta put oh, stomp gosh. On. but education yeah. well spent right there yep <laughs> so you liked i'd rather be blue what like about the last song i was gonna say is it the last song yeah funny girl the la- is it funny-, funny girl or my man it's my man is the very last one and then funny girl oh, is the man. second to last mm. both excellent in my opinion but yes. the original Broadway musical does not end with My Man, which I think is such a shame. Really? What does it end with? It's a different song where she kind of talks about being pretty, kind of. Okay. It's not my favorite. I don't like it. I love My Man. I think that is the perfect way to end this show. Yeah, the way they dress her, too, is fantastic. Just all, she's like that all-black dress, all-black background, and it's just her. It's great. Mm-hmm. And that never really had been done before. And to have that with such, and her just singing it, the first half of it is actually sung live um, because she hated lip syncing her performances. She thought that it made her seem kind of fake. Mm -hmm. And, oh my gosh, can you just imagine being there while she's just like belting her heart out? Everyone just melts. It's so good. I would. I'd I'd be on the floor. (laughs) I liked Sadie Sadie. Sadie, Sadie, married, married lady. lady. Da, da, da. Yeah, I loved when he tried to sing. Oh God, yeah. bless Omar. Yeah, there's only like two Sadie, times when he like sang Sadie. a little bit. Yeah, and it was super awkward, and I was like, "This could be over now. It's fine." You know. Yeah, what's, his, what's his song? It's like, "I, you are woman. I am man. Let's kiss." Let's kiss. But it's so good. I mean, for a song where like no clothing is removed. Nothing super scandalous happens, but it's a very steamy yeah. moment, you know? He's seducing her. Yeah, he is. And she's still funny in that moment. Oh, it kills me. Yeah. I like when she's going through like the poses of the statues during that song. Mm-hmm. Don't even notice. Don't even notice. Hmm. <laughs> uh, one more fun fact before I forget. Yes. Um, the producer is actually Fanny Bryce's son-in-law. Whoa! So the baby that that they have, um, mm-hmm. at, at Francis, at the end of the, the movie, that is yes. the wife of one of the producers. Oh! And he's the one who saw Barbara on Broadway and went, oh, we gotta have her. Yeah. We gotta have her. That's oh, the one. Oh, cool. 
Nice. Which is just like... Hey, that's awesome. So cool. And even though the story is definitely not true to life, it like... <laughs> This is this is like greatest showman level of biopic, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we'll take some of this part, some of this part. That probably happened. That probably happened. I thought you were she saying ate four like, lobsters. Are they going to say greatest showman level in that like it's just really really good? Oh, I love greatest showman. Don't get me wrong, but in yeah, terms of a biopic, it, no, it, I know it's like the opposite of like reality. It's so false. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, hey, remember when PT Barnum was really nice to all these people that were different? <laughs> No. He brought them together, okay. man. I feel like P.T. Flea was nicer than P.T. Barnum. Oh, my gosh. P.T. Flea. P.T. Barnum brought all these wonderful people together, and he locked them in a cage together and they became <laughs> friends. Yeah, have some peanuts, and he just chucks them at their heads. Have some peanuts. Have some peanuts, elephant man. This is the cruelest. No, no, I'm a human being. <laughs> oh, God. I feel so awful for laughing right now. Oh man! Uh, that's the show, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> Shame on you, Hugh Jackman. Shame on you, Hugh Jackman, for doing something we made up. Oh man! So um, Tyler, those those are like that was like your tops. Sadie, Sadie, Mary, Lady. I'm rather be blue thinking of you. I mean, some of them, honestly, like I guess just the movie's pretty long. So like, yeah. I'm like, oh, they're singing again. This song, I'm like, there's no song that I didn't. That I didn't like. I just don't. That's good. And I also don't know which one's called what, but you know. Like, what is Rat Tat Tat Tat? Is that a song in the movie or is that just the musical? No, that actually got cut. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was something that they were toying around with, and you see Fanny in the costume for it. Yeah. Um, but they decided to cut mm. it. Um, and then the poster, which is actually of a girl in roller skates that's upside down, that yep. is another song that has to do with Rat Tat Tat. Um, mm. they're kind of like a, a mashup almost in the musical, uh, but they also decided to cut that. Well, there you go. There you go. Jamie, what are your favorite songs in this? Um, if I'm just listening to them, uh, I would say Funny Girl mm-hmm. when she's singing in the courtroom, like, you know, side office and, you know, her man has left her and she's like, oh, but I was funny. Why was I funny? I love it. <laughs> um, but if I'm watching the whole thing... I mean, it's so good, but probably I'm the greatest star. Oh, yeah, when she's singing at the empty theater. That one's yeah. great. And, like, I like my whole life has just been this thing of I'm a bagel on a plate full of onion rolls. Like, it's just <laughs> there, you know? It's just one of those lines that just mm-hmm. sticks with you. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, There's something about empty theaters, especially in this <laughs> movie, where I, I feel so hauntingly beautiful to me every single time. Like, I yeah. like the chairs all stacked on top of each other at keeney's place mm-hmm. i love just like the ghost light on the stage when she's like in the in her like finale world with like the big empty theater i always think it's so cool every single time I'm just like ah, for some reason it makes my heart go a little like relaxed for some reason your inner theater kid is like ah home i guess so <laughs> in a way i also yeah just like when there's the empty theater and she just does like the tommy gun arms at the oh theater <laughs> for some reason i like that a lot <laughs> i love that she just shoots off a single shot to like one of the balcony seats yeah she's like you i'm always like abraham lincoln Abraham Lincoln. she does a trick shot too soon six scepter tyrannus as we record this on inauguration day oh land horrible nice lame uh that's okay. It comes out on Valentine's Day. That's fine. Let's make jokes about Day. the St. Valentine's Day massacre. What? Yeah, I don't know what that is. 
What? <laughs> we're talking about musical theater here, guys. Come on. Well, Valentine's the musical. I like Valentine's Day yeah. is a musical. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So first date. There's a lot of I mean, there's so many like love heart musicals. Which this is yeah. honestly not like it this shares a lot of similarities with A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. But I would never really call this like a love story. This is kind of like a work success story with love awkwardly on the side. I call it a tragic love story with, a sprinkle, with, with like success as well in there. Yeah. <laughs> with like someone's rise to fame and someone else falling that you're in love with. So I sad. Mean, yeah. This plays into like how I like the first half a lot or like the first hour maybe, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like, it's most, it's just all focused on her and like, oh, I like this mm-hmm. a lot, like her a lot as a character. And I feel like the more she's with Nick, the more it's like becomes a two hander. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Every, like one of the first times you meet him, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a professional gambler." I'm like, "This isn't going to end well." Like, <laughs> just like maybe you shouldn't marry a professional gambler. Like, it's just not going to work out. Probably. You know? I wanted her to end up with her choreographer guy, who's kind of like the pianist and singing in the rain, like that guy. Yeah. Just like I just got story, I like I thought he was gay. I didn't think. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe that's the gay, vibes I got. Whatever. I don't know. But for me, Maybe if you watch their first conversation, the, you, you could hold up literal red flags every five seconds uh, when he talks. And then he... Nick? Nick, yeah. And he gambles with her paycheck, with her job. Yeah. Like, for fun. He doesn't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, she's like, well, what if... He's, he's like, well, what if he said no? He's like, well, then you wouldn't have a job. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I thought it was funny. And she's like, oh, I'm in love with him. I'm like, what? Nicky Arnstein. <laughs> Okay, did you guys think there's? I have like one issue with this movie. Uh, I get very frustrated and distracted by the length of Barbara's nails the whole time. <laughs> I I, did, I can't say really I noticed. noticed. You can say no, they're so long. They're like three extra inches, and she kind of has like little claw hands sometimes. <laughs> clicky, 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 clicky. clicky, clicky. <laughs> <laughs> so she can scratch Nick Ornstein when he gambles all their money away. Like, How dare you! Like a I never lose my ruffled shirt, except this time I did. <laughs> yeah, so sad. Oh, now I get that. I was kind of confused. I was like, yeah. why doesn't he have it? It's like, oh, because he lost it. Because he, he, he had to give it, it away because he lost all his money, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Who could have saw that coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicky's just a very sad man. His whole even deal with marrying um, Fanny to begin with is like, it's my way or the highway. <laughs> I was like, why are you agreeing to this? This is horrible. Red flag. It's- Red flag, red flag. Yeah, right, yeah. It's not... more like the ship is on fire, you have to leave. <laughs> I was just going to say, fun fact, the captain on the ship where she's uh, the tugboat captain when she's on her way there um, is actually mm-hmm. the music director. Oh, that's cool. Who's actually been in a couple of movies before because he has like this great beard and they're just like, <laughs> he's usually just on set and they're like, hey, you want to be in this scene? He's like, sure. So he has like IMD <laughs> credits for his acting and I just, I love that. That's fun. Tyler, what are you going to say? Uh Oh, just basically, yeah, like the first hour basically where it's mostly just her. I'm like, yeah, just give me two and a half hours of this. Like, that's great. Just mm-hmm. keep singing and like be, be, and it's like Nick Arnstein just really drags her down the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. I never even really feels like super, like, even when it feels romantic, I guess for me, it's like still just like, this isn't going to end well. It's like a slow burn. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's kind of like the Star is Born thing where it's like, like you said, Jamie, where it's like, oh, like he's on the way down and she's on her way up, I guess, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
well, that's why I like the middle half of this, or middle half, middle, like, yeah, basically, like you said, like, I like the first half, and then, like, the last ten minutes, because he's just, like, slowly getting worse and worse and making her unhappy. I'm like, I, I'm not really enjoying this, like, it's just kind of of a bummer. Yeah, it's just a little bit of his, of a fall. Yeah. Like, I guess it's, it's like, they're a it's very dramatic. soul. Yeah. Because, like, Fanny's life never gets bad, in a sense, or her career never gets bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that Nick's life keeps getting worse and worse and worse and he handles it in a really bad way even with fanny even when she kind of like says kind of presents him a job he'd like on a silver platter and then he's like no i have to get it because i'm a man a manly man <laughs> well that's another thing i mean the the like feminist perspective of this movie is so interesting because nick has never really had to fight for anything before mm-hmm. He didn't have to fight for Fanny. He didn't have to fight for his looks. He didn't have to fight for his job. Like, he just Mm. went where the wind took him. And Fanny has been clawing her way up to get to where she wanted to be. With her long nails. With her claws. With her claws. Literally her claws. (laughs) And so when faced with this, you know... What it? What do I do now? Fanny, ah, Fanny has a plan. Fanny knows what's what what the next step is, and Nick is just Mm -hmm. floundering. Yeah. He just, and he wants so badly to be this like image of a man in his head. And the fact that he's failing just wounds his yeah. masculinity to such an extreme extent. He goes to prison basically because of toxic masculinity. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he won't let uh, Fanny pay for like the business venture or whatever. So he goes yeah. out on some like phony bonds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And he gets mad beforehand because like she pays the maids and like the, the butler people basically. Yeah. <laughs> they call her Miss Bryce. Mm-hmm. They call him <laughs> they call Mr. Mr. Bryce, which is like, oh right, it's a joke when it first happens, but then when it keeps happening, like, <laughs> he like, he's like, oh. he like almost strangles that guy at the horse race. Oh yeah, he just <laughs> he does. puts him up and on that a guy's wall. Definitely a mobster too. So it's like if he killed him, Nick would be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, so it's like even though it's like so, uh, like the themes of this movie are, are incredibly noteworthy. I think for the time, like you're saying, especially since it's based on. Like, it takes place in, like, the 1910s and 20s, right? Well, it is a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, 1890s all the way to 1920, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's a... Like 30 years. It's a pleasant subversion, especially for a movie that's, like, from the 60s, you know, of... Mm-hmm. The gender dynamics are very are definitely reversed, but, I mean, that's also just playing into, the, like, the thematics of it is his toxic masculinity. But it's just, yeah. like, mm-hmm. things would probably be fine if you both just worked as a couple and, like... Yeah. You know, I don't know. But it was just, just communicated. <laughs> Are you guys going to watch Funny Lady? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we gosh. have to. I got to say, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't hear good reports about it. I think me and Tyler are just going to subject ourselves to that. Like, we're not going to make some, some other guest watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who to ask. But yeah, yeah. Jamie, I was going to ask if you're you're more of a funny girl lady or a funny lady girl. But it sounds like you're more of a, a funny, funny girl lady. lady. I'm a funny girl lady. Yeah. that's that's i I want that on a pin now oh my gosh (laughs) i'm a funny girl lady i'm a funny girl we're starting up an etsy shop franchise (laughs) come get your um shitty hog bread and (laughs) and your (laughs) we're starting a society six page and poorly printing things on on uh different formats so come buy it Oh, man. That's a dream also of mine for this show. At least I want to get to the point where we can sell stupid pins with the stupid things we've said. Sell merch at like a loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At a yeah, loss. Exactly, at a loss. No, you got to you gotta get some uh, fan art going. 
Besides yeah, that's, Grayson, that's another one. Grayson. <laughs> Beside, besides Grayson, we can't we can't use her because she she's it's just it's too obvious. It's too obvious. No, no, no. It's just a fan. Jamie, you know how to draw anime sister? characters. Just a fan. Just a fan. Oh my it's gosh. A fan. I do just like really love the scene of the what's the song when she has a pillow under her stomach. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, um, the most beautiful bride. <laughs> so brilliant. One of did you did you think that was funny as a fresh perspective for her to do that? Yeah, I was just at first I didn't realize what was happening, why people were la- <laughs> laughing so much. I'm like, oh, are they just laughing at her because like she's not what they expect her to be? So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like they are laughing at her a little bit, but then it reveals mm-hmm. that like, but I guess the, you already do see the pillow at that point. So I'm just like, oh yeah, they mm-hmm. are still laughing, and it's like, yeah, Zigfield, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so <laughs> he doesn't know what he's dealing uh, with. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that that scene a lot. It was really yeah, the whole thing was just really funny to me, and as up to like just that whole sequence up to the point of where he, they're just walking down um, the hallway in the back, and mm-hmm. he's like, you're fired, really quietly as they're like talking to other yeah. people. So it's like carrying on a different conversation at the same time. He's talking to her mm-hmm. in the uh, in her uh, dressing room, and then her family just like breaks in, and like, her mom <laughs> oh like knocks gosh. over Zigfield. It's all funny. I love it. She's like, "Take your time, honey. I'll be too busy showing off." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her mom's really oh, great. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And that's actually that was also, I believe, her first um, movie. She also reprised the role because she did it on Broadway, and she got an Oscar Dang. nom. For this movie. Wow. This movie really was like wow. a home run for a lot of people. <laughs> What's yeah. the actor's name? I don't I don't I didn't know her. It's K McKee K I don't know. Kate don't. McKinnon. Kate, Kate McKinnon. It's Kate McKinnon. I always knew she was immortal. <laughs> oh my god. That'd probably be the sc- a scary person to be immortal, I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm terrified kind of, of that woman. It's fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I no. They transform if she was immortal. I think that Kay was probably. What'd you say? Kay Medford. Oh, she was probably one of the only people that was actually happy with Barbara after this whole thing was over. Um, the oh. movie was actually supposed to be longer, believe it or not. Whoa! And all of these co-stars, like Fanny's best friend from the Ziegfeld Follies, had way more scenes, mm-hmm. way more lines. Um, but they just weren't as good as the scenes with Barbara in them, so the director cut them. So then people were were pretty pissed. Uh, and actually, the director... Did you guys know about the director quote thing? No. <laughs> yeah, I think I read it, um, if it's the same one, but I, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, yeah, basically they asked if Barbara was hard to work with to the director, yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, no, not too hard, considering it was the first movie she ever directed. <laughs> Ah. so she's she's a little bossy yeah <laughs> she is fanny bryce like literally it's like that's what she, the character does the entire stupid and, show and he's zigfield yeah <laughs> and he's zigfield he's like yep she gave me an ulcer yep <laughs> well yeah, he was, was pretty crazy reading about that because it's oh, yeah. just like yeah it's just so true to life but you know when you get you know what are you gonna do when you have barbara i mean she wasn't exactly the barbara streisand we all know today you know, she was just a really mm-hmm. talented individual. But, you know, you don't get to be Barbara without actually being Barbara, you know? Being Barbara. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if she did that in that movie with Seth Rogen where she plays his mom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what movie is that? that. <laughs> uh, 
road trip or something. Yeah, it's road trip. Like I thought that. it was Ride Along. Like Ride Along's a different movie. <laughs> Ride Along Three with Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's in like Little Fockers or something, isn't she? She yeah, she's uh, D- uh Dustin Hoffman's wife. Oh, gotcha. Oh yes. yeah, so Ben Stiller's parents. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna say. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I think she, I have heard stories of her being like on Stars Born too, like that movie where it's like she was mm. basically. No, I might be getting this mixed up. It's like she she uh, co-directed A Star Is Born, basically, but wasn't credited. <laughs> Didn't yeah. she direct Yentl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a... Uh, it shows. And it, and it showed. Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> Not fun. in a bad way. I mean, I love Yentl. It, it's just I'm like, a lot of close-ups on Barbara. It's just Barbara's time in, the, in Yentl. <laughs> yeah. You know, with her career that she'd had up till that point, you wouldn't think that you would need like that much validation. I guess. Mm. But, you know, she's vibes. She can do whatever she wants. It's either validation or she doesn't trust anybody to do the job right but herself. Mm. Yeah, also that. According to mm. at least one Streisand biography, <laughs> the quote says, vague. <laughs> <laughs> Unhappy with the director's uh, scenes in A Star is Born, she directed. She later directed some of them herself. <laughs> wow. So... <laughs> And she worked still after that. That's how you know exactly how talented she is, that she pulled crap like that and continues to have a career to this day, you know? She's Fanny Bryce reincarnate. Like, that's what this woman is now. And she's like a a legend, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are worse things. She's like the Hera, or even the Zeus, I would argue, of musical theater. (laughs) And, like, maybe Mandy Patinkin's there, too, in the Pantheon. In the Pantheon? Uh, What about Bernadette Peters? Oh, Bernadette Peters is definitely there. Oh, yes. Um, I think Lin-Manuel has had a Hercules-like ascension into the pantheon of, the, of like, the musical theater Olympians. Okay, I, it should not make sense, but that absolutely makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> is Jonathan Groff the uh, Hermes? <laughs> Jonathan Groff. Mm, well. Uh. I don't think he's God level yet. He's, I just named yeah. one person I know from one thing that I've seen. Oh yeah, I was I've proud seen of you Hamilton. though. You said his name correctly, and I was like, "Yeah, I get it. He knows some stuff." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Jonathan Groff is exceed. Oh my gosh, exceedingly talented. Did you guys watch mm-hmm. um, Mind Hunter, his TV show? Yes. Oh my god, I did not. Not for the squeamish or the faint of heart, but oh no. land, is he excellent in it? Yeah, that one's intense. He does a good job. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet because my girlfriend loves serial killer stuff. Oh, you got to watch it. True crime. Past and future guest, Lily Young. Secret third host of the podcast. (laughs) Connor, I was just talking to her yesterday. I'm like, it's like, hey, Lily, come on the show or whatever. And she's like, oh, what if like one day you were just like, she answered the Skype call and it was just her instead of me? (laughs) I wouldn't blink. I literally (laughs) wouldn't even blink. I'm like, all right, so you're doing the show today. Cool. All right, let's do this. It's like, so I didn't watch the movie. I had two minutes to prepare. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Probably be pretty good, though. I mean, yeah. I can I can picture it. We did it's watch there. the Night Stalker show on Netflix. I know this is not the uh, right segment to talk about this, but and we're talking about serial killers for some reason. Jonathan <laughs> Groff. That's yeah, it all, it all. I'm trying to think if there's any killers in Fanny Bryce, and there's just no, there's just not. It's all. No. <laughs> No Everyone's well mannered. Funny girl. I was like, maybe it's like a, a small plot in the background. Uh, yeah. I remember when Zigfield choked that one girl to death, and he hit her in his oh, closet. God. He's so like well tempered. He's got to be a serial killer. 
Uh, no, I don't think there are any murderers yeah. that we can even speculate on in that movie. <laughs> It'd be very hard. Can't bring murder into everything, I guess. It's sad. Like, I'd like to say Nicky Orenstein's a murderer, but I don't think he actually has the stomach for it. Nah. Yeah, he just, like, kind of, <laughs> like, pulled that guy's jacket was mad at him. It's like, ha And then, like, wrinkle. he, like, smoothed it out. And he, like, went like, I'm sorry, that's my joke. Please, <laughs> he's a white-collar criminal. Come on. <laughs> he's a white-collar criminal. That's why he only gets 18 months. I know. <laughs> It's like uh, hardened after that. Like he comes in like he's been in the joint for like seven years. Like it's 18 months. It should have been like seven years. He should have had to get further locked away on bad behavior. (laughs) Like he kept gambling. Well, it's funny. The this original story that this is all based off of, um, he was already in prison and married when Fanny Bryce originally met him. Jesus. And she was married, too. And he she visited him in prison. And then his <laughs> wife was like, that famous lady's visiting you. I want a divorce. <laughs> so they got divorced. And then they got, they divorced two other people and then married each other and was like, this is a good idea. Let's continue forward on this path. I'm going to eat five lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> what? She she eats like two lo- two whole lobsters right. and like a seed. And, and then she's going to eat a third. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, I'll, I'll make it for free. Yeah, nobody in the history of ever has ever eaten three, two, lo- two whole lobsters. Because where are they? They're they're in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. I like that scene a lot where they get off the train and when the Zigfield girl says like, "Where are we?" He goes, "It's seven a.m. and we're in Baltimore." And she goes, "Ugh." <laughs> but that's the thing. She comes off. She's not in costume like everybody else. She's disgruntled. She like has like a nighty on with a fur coat over it, and mm-hmm. the. That, and that's it. And I'm like, where's the rest of that story? Like, she somehow got here in that way, and she's one supposed to be one of the co-main characters. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, we just we never get to find out about that. Never know. Well, it was Nick. He was in her dressing room earlier. Oh, there we go. Layers, people. I love layers. Layers. I love writing funny girl fans. <laughs> Life is like an onion roll. It has layers. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like an onion. Oh, now that's what you guys got to do. Is you got to, you know connect somehow Shrek, Shrek into Trust Funny Girl. There we oh, go. Shrek into Funny Girl. I thought you were going to be doing Shrek the franchise. <laughs> like, I'm surprised it hasn't been on here sooner. I think it's just Tyler defying his own fate for yeah. some you reason. you got to do yeah. it. Skip the third one, but do the fourth one. <laughs> Jamie, have you seen Have you seen Possessor? No. What is that? Not related that to Shrek at all. Don't, Jamie, I, I don't recommend you see Possessor <laughs> at all. Wait, don't. is that the Shrek is love, Shrek is life? No, no, okay, no. Okay, good. No, I mean, like, kind of, but no, 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 no. No, I just was, it's a very brutal, like, uh, body horror movie uh. directed by the son of, uh, well, Brandon Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Okay. So, whatever, it doesn't matter. But basically, <laughs> I think I was texting Connery this anyways, but um, <laughs> there's a there's an Instagram filter where you can put Shrek ears and make people's uh, faces green. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching Possessor, which is a very brutal movie where, uh, I'll just do spoilers. He's, he's, uh. Spoiler alert for Possessor, there's a like a scene, whether it's like real or not, he's wearing like the face of somebody else. Of this lady's face. But like, but like it looks like a rubber mask. Yeah, it looks like so a rubber like mask. A face. Gross, yeah. okay. It's weird, yeah. So I was uh I just put on my Instagram filter on the TV oh, and no. it turned that face into Shrek. Into <laughs> Shrek and it was the most demented thing. I'm like, this is you. And I was talking to our friend, past and future guest, Cutter White about Possessor because he really likes that movie and I just sent him that and I think it made him upset. Oh no. 
<laughs> Why does he get so triggered so easily? I don't understand. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I mean, if you would have put, funny. if you would have put like a Shrek filter over, like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of like, it, it would still be funny because my favorite movie is Jaws, and I'm thinking about <laughs> him like the scar here and it's Shrek's face talking about the the USS Indianapolis, and I'm like, no, it's still that would still be funny. I thought you could just put like Shrek's head on like Jaws somehow, his face like morphing around the sh- <laughs> the, the, shark. the shark, and it just having giant teeth and like the little ears. Little ears. I mean, yeah. you know, it's probably but fanfic do... of it. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do like Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Yeah, that one's demented in a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad we could incorporate this into our Funny Girl episode. Yeah, I'm glad we talk about Possessor during Funny Girl. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> we're covering all of our bases. During Funny Girl. <laughs> I hated Possessor. It has layers, else. Connery. It has layers. has layers. It has layers, like an onion. Like, an like onion. Possessor. It has layers. Someone else is wearing Shrek's skin. Oh, let's not. Okay. So, Funny Girl, <laughs> right? Barbara Streisand it's is more directing. Than you are, and Jamie's trying to like make our podcast actually make sense again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, let's talk about the, the movie. The, I'm like, I'm sorry. What a great and we're gonna, segue. Steamroll. Like, we're gonna steamroll into Shrek body possessing people. That's so funny. Speaking of body possessing, in Funny Girl, um, there's huh? um uh no, I can't do it. Someone? I was trying to make oh, I got it. Uh, Shrek. There's a romance story, right? And then yes, in this yeah. one, there's a romance story. Okay, okay, keep with me. Yeah, with Fiona Bryce. Fiona Bryce. <laughs> right. But with Donkey Ornstein. Oh my gosh, don't, oh my gosh, why am I now picturing that? Please stop. Oh my gosh. Donkey Arnstein! I was picturing donkeys who need dragons for some reason. <laughs> Donkey, <laughs> Donkey Arnstein is good because she Arnstein. says Nikki Arnstein. Yep. What Donkey a beautiful, Arnstein. beautiful name. Oh, land. <laughs> it's just Donkey's head on his body. Uh, okay, anyway, let's talk about funny Anyway, Lorenz Farquad. <laughs> What was, what was that? Florenz Farquaad. Florence. Florenz Farquaad. That's very good. That's that's good. Uh, another fun fact uh, for y'all. So, like I said, the real life story has, um, you know, they, they were having an affair with each other and they were married mm-hmm. to other people. Well, to go, to go uh, like an onion that has layers, this has many layers. Um, <laughs> and basically, Barbara Streisand, even though she was married at the time, she and Omar were having an affair during this movie. <gasps> and by the end of the movie, she had divorced her husband. Wow. Yep. Layers. But they but they, but they did, they didn't get married, huh? Nope. Babs has had a lot of husbands, uh, but not Omar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, was was Omar uh married also at the time? Uh not to my recollection. Possibly. He's a bit of a playboy. Mm. There's a reason he was cast in this particular role. Yeah. Billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> Omar Sharif should play Batman. Oh my gosh, his chin! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <It'd be> good. <laughs> Have you so see, just look at his chin. Just like zero in on the cheekbones and the chin, and you're like, no one else looks like that. Everyone would know. They'd be like, you know, you look like that Bruce Wayne guy, and then that would be it. <laughs> you're like, I am not. <laughs> He's not a I generic mean, like- white boy enough to play to play Batman. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I guess so. Uh, his face isn't amorphous enough. Uh, man, do you guys like the Batman with a subtle chin or a really prominent? <laughs> oh my god, we gotta talk why about are funny we, girl. Why Connery. are we here? 
My hair I'm starting for... to feel bad at this point. I feel like we've just beaten our guests down. And we're just it's like fine. trying to talk about a movie she likes. No, no, it's fine. I'd much rather talk about, you know, Shrek on Jaws' face and body possessing <laughs> and, uh, you know, that kind of I, kind of I like time. Michael Keaton, Batman. <laughs> I, okay, funny girl, funny girl, funny girl, funny girl. I'm funny sorry. Girl, funny. I, lo- I love this movie a lot. It's good. Did you like it, Tyler? Yeah. I, well, like I said, it's like I liked... I really liked it. I was really vibing on it. And then, like, when Narc, when Narc, <laughs> Nick Arnheit, Arnheims, Arnheits, Arnstein, thanks. Um, when Nick Arnstein comes to the picture, it just kind of slows down, slows down. He's like, Yep, I'm slowly hemorrhaging money for an hour. And it's like, All right, like, this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. It's more dramatic. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Barbara Streisand's just really good in this movie. She's great. Yeah. And uh, I guess as she, as she changes as a character, like I like her being really awkward in the beginning. That's all really funny. But then she becomes kind of just like a high class, like very like accomplished and wealthy person. So she's able to like, she mm-hmm. like just socially, she can handle herself a lot better by the time mm-hmm. she's like mm-hmm. successful. So that just like, it just becomes a more dramatic movie. And I just liked it when it was goofier. <laughs> but that's, it's not even like complaining about the movie. It's just... I don't know. Just I just like goofy stuff, life. basically. <laughs> <laughs> the growing complexities of life you didn't like. Like, n- just Nick Nick, Nick drags her down a lot. And he's he's yeah. the factor that makes the her life go from a comedy to a drama. Right. And it's yeah. like, I didn't really know about Fanny Bryce at all. And, like, I know a lot of this script is, like, fictionalized. But I was just like, oh, like, she's a, she's, like, a female comedian in the century like the early 20th yeah. century so I, I wanted to know all about her but it ended up being more about their romance but i guess that's why we're covering yeah. this movie on valentine's day even though it's a doomed romance <laughs> jamie's got to grab her charger real quick tyler so sorry charger. i didn't know how to do that gracefully <laughs> oh, that's fine <laughs> so tyler now that's back to just the two of us we can talk about yeah Shrek hey who do you think who thing. do you think would win in a fight the street sharks or the ninja turtles <laughs> that's hard um I want to say I think the Street Sharks would win. I think they have the edge, and I think they will be willing to go the extra mile that the Turtles would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Turtles have, like, weapons and stuff, but they're probably just busy eating pizza, and the Street Sharks... And they have lines. The street... I don't think the Street Carts have rules. Yeah, you're right, because they were trained by, like, a ninja rat. But the Street Sharks, mm-hmm. like, I think there was just, like, a, do- a, dent- like, a dentist, uh, some sort of, like, doctor that created them. I think the bad guy created <laughs> a them. A dentist created them. <laughs> created well, they got a lot of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, and they're more radical. So they have like, and they have knee pads and stuff. So like, well, I guess yeah. the Ninja Turtles have knee pads also, but. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> so, you know, equal fight with the knee pads, but Street Sharks like are more radical and have a skateboard. And I Yeah, I, I think it, it come down to sheer animal instinct in the end. And I don't think the Turtles have it. <laughs> oh, Jamie, you're our funny girl. <laughs> I don't think she heard that, but it's okay. Hey. Oh gosh, um, what did you say? Welcome back. <laughs> Who do you- I say <laughs> when you're like, this is so comical, I was like, oh Jamie, you're our funny girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, just the dream of my life. It's fine. <laughs> just the dream. I was also asking Connery who'd win in a fight, Street Sharks or Ninja Turtles, but we should uh talk about funny girl. Street sharks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> three. <laughs> three, <for> three. <laughs> we win. You're that turtles, you're done. You're done. You're out of here, go home. Um. Anyway, wait. So, Connery, we never got to your favorite mm-hmm. songs. Oh, right. That's what right. are your favorite songs from the musical? Uh, my f- I really like "People Who Need People." I like that song a whole lot. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like I like a lot of the just the big dramatic numbers. I really like My Man and Funny Girl at the very end as well. And of course, the parade passes by. In all honesty, wait, I, what? What the, the the parade song? What's it? Bring on, call it rain, rain on my parade. On my parade. Oh, I thought you. Yeah. <laughs> the parade passes by is from Hello Dolly. Oh right, yeah. yeah okay, that's she has two songs about a parade. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> she has a brand. Don't mess with it. She does. It's marching forward undaunted by life's troubles. That's her brand. Wow, that got really deep really fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I Funny enough, every time... I remember after I watched The Joker, the movie, I'm bringing it back, Tyler, for the first time, <laughs> and it was all Frank Sinatra songs I thought was really stupid and on the nose uh-huh. throughout it. And I kind of thought about it. I was like, I kind of actually wanted all the songs just to be songs from Funny Girl. Ooh. That'd be better. I because, mean, there's also a Gary Glitter song in Joker. Yeah, but it's like, come on. Like, it, it, I literally associate that would be so creepy and scary. Like, don't bring a lot of content, like the random my parade song during like the when the mob is going crazy outside. Ooh. I think that'd be like oh, really demented. <laughs> I would like that better too. And I was thinking about because uh, Lily and I were just watching Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. David Fincher one. And yeah. they play the uh, Enya song. Yeah, Sail Away. (laughs) (laughs) During like the... The torture sequence. (laughs) Yeah, and I was just thinking about that. And I was like, I I feel like Connery really likes this part. (laughs) I do. I do like that part. And also the trailer for Age of Ultron when they play like, Got No Strings on Me. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was genius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like, oh, you got the nostalgia factor. You have the classic factor. And it's so... Mm -hmm. It's like when kids sing like merry-go-round in horror movies and it just like sends yes. chills down your spine <laughs> juxtapositions i'm a huge gigantic fan of with like something that's a really positive happy thing but something like absolutely terrifying is happening or even the complete reverse like a really scary song with something really nice is happening la, 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 <laughs> i think la, it's la, funny either yeah. way i think funny girl would be great for joker but it, i guess it'd have to be like uh, female Joker or something. I don't know. No, I I want it literally with just like um him because I think he's very feminine in his energy as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we could literally just make it work. Like he has a very feminine energy that entire movie, despite being a super incel character and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. But that might have actually yeah. made me like that movie. So I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very yeah. feminine thing to hide in your own refrigerator. I agree. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. Just like his movements more so. I was just like, doing that before we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. I'm the jackass. I suck. Whatever. No. <laughs> no. I think if you add anything to Joker, I mean, it looks really, that movie looks really good. And Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix's performance is like, he's a really good actor. But I think other than that, if you added like anything to that movie, it'd be better. <laughs> I just want Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator. That's all I want, all the time. Yeah. No other roles yeah. for him. He's so creepy in that. I, yes, but he's so good. And it's the perfect amount. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. sometimes with him, like with Joker, I'm just like, you can see his acting, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Your acting's showing. And you're like, wow, look, what a good actor. He's acting right now. Whereas in Gladiator, <laughs> I'm like, this is the creepiest dude I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> yes, he's definitely creepy in that he doesn't play fair that was my last movie of 2020 that i watched was gladiator Daddy? like i just want to watch a good movie mm, that's good i don't remember i wrote down actually every movie that i watched in 2020 oh wow and i'm doing that again for 2021 
Jamie, I've heard of the app of the app called Letterbox. I actually just got it today. Ooh. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's what me and Tyler, and, like all our buddies, use, like to track the movies we watch. Yeah, can I add you? Because I use that like every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler uses it a whole bunch. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I I used it like I want to say three years ago, and then I just dropped dropped it off. I forgot it was a thing on my phone, and now today they're like, "What's your password?" And I was like, "Crap, that I don't know." <laughs> But now I'm going through and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's actually movies that came out in 2020, which, you know, like, it's so funny when I was watching like Emma and Birds of Prey in theater, like you didn't know that was going to be the last time you saw a movie for like, you know, seven yeah. months. Oh, yeah. That was the last movie I saw in theaters was Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah, me too. And I loved I it. I still decided to watch Birds of Prey. I didn't watch that one. You should. You should. It's. For me, well, I am a huge Mary Elizabeth Winstead fan. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if I could have anybody's career right now, I'd probably pick hers. <laughs> and, yeah, if you guys ever do, like, a Sky High segment, let me know. I know it's not a franchise, <laughs> yeah. but it should be. It should absolutely be, gonna, fundamentally, because we'll, I like Sky High a lot, too. We'll so do that good. for the Patreon episode of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, <laughs> like, two <laughs> yes. years from now or something. There you go. You guys have a Patreon? No, no, we no, we, we just don't. always Bros, talk about it. You gotta get yeah. a Patreon. We're, we're, it's like our, it's like the first roadmap of our like becoming a podcast that we feel like actual podcasters, mm-hmm. where we have enough fans to be like, hey, maybe we can get a Patreon. Now. <laughs> you got? Are you guys on TikTok? Do you have a TikTok for the franchise? You know, Epiphany <laughs> recommended that to us. I, I guess she um, did. No, I didn't make an account yet, but I need to. One hundred percent, do it. I was actually going to ask permission if I could like advertise this on mine oh absolutely yeah, you don't need our permission to do that for you. Do it, please <laughs> cool cool just any, checking any uh what's it called <laughs> any, any press is good press yeah. for the franchise yeah. it's uh <laughs> free real franchise. estate say hey i just did this episode of these dumb idiots go listen <laughs> like i don't care <laughs> yeah listen these, they talk about imbeciles. shrek and some dumb shit like they fucking suck <laughs> go listen <laughs> they talked to the possessor more than they talked about funny girls <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it still seems funny to me that you guys picked, like, like you the move the pl- movie you were planning on talking about didn't work out, so then you just mm-hmm. went to Funny Girl. Like, why was this your your your? Oh, well, next in line, because I know uh, Connor, you love the the musicals from this time period, but like this in particular one seems yes, so specific. Connery, explain. <laughs> well, first off. Tyler was like, "We're recording on val- this episode comes out on Valentine's Day, so we need some a movie that's romantic." And we need it to be short. So, so I was like, what's like a good... I, I think originally Funny Girl was, was like a little bit down the line. It was like, Tara was like, you can pick something to that, that we do. And I was like, okay, I want to do a Funny Girl because I thought it'd be funny. And I wanted Tara to watch a 1960s musical. Mm. Yeah. And I knew you'd probably be really down to do it. So I was like, so we have a guest for it Excellent. and it'd be... And it's all good. Oh, yeah. I was so, yeah. I was so honored. Aw. I really Thanks. was. I was so excited. Well, we're glad that you agreed to come on. Yeah, hopefully you'll want to be on here again at some point. <laughs> yeah. Are you hear me? If only for you guys to introduce me as the the past and future guest, which I love, yeah. by the by. Yeah. That's your pin right there. Hi, I'm the, <laughs> the past I'm the and past future and future guest. guest. Done. That's good. That is a good one. Yeah, we can do that. I may need to rephrase it because of <laughs> using of other podcasts using that same phrase. I don't know. I need to. I need to go back and revise everything. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't get sued so early, Tyler. We can't. You've only just begun. Come on. Yeah. Uh, 
I forgot we were we were talking about something else. But yeah, the, the point is that I was like, I know this movie is romantic. I know it's a, a comedy and it has a tragedy element to it. Mm. And I was like, why don't we just move Funny Girl forward? There you go. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. yeah. My idea was romancing so the stone, but I couldn't think of anybody yeah. that would want to cover it. So mm. That's actually on my list of movies like, to watch. I've never seen it. Hey. Neither have I. Mm. I like it. Uh, I've never seen the sequel, but... There's more than one? No, there's just... There's one sequel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's just one. The... There's Duel of the Nile as the sequel. Duel of the Nile. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I hear like, it's underwhelming. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm thinking of The Family Stone, not oh. Romancing the Family Stone. Family Stone is good. I've, ne- I've seen neither of them, so it's okay that I get them mixed up. Uh, put them both on my list. Done. Love it. There, there you go. Easy peasy. <laughs> I think I just have one last fun fact about this movie. Is there anything else sure y'all wanted to talk about before I have my final fun fact? Uh, no, I'm trying to think of a game we can do, but maybe while you're doing your fun fact, I'll, something will spawn into my head or Jamie can say her thing too. <laughs> Connery's saying he's not going to be paying attention for the next minute and a half, so say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, say whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not listening. <laughs> no, I just, it, it, I just didn't realize that this was the highest grossing movie of that year and it got like a bunch of Oscars, but... It's like, oh, that's pretty wild because the, the box office is like $58.5 million, but I don't even know what that is adjusted for inflation. But did not realize that this made the most money, and it just goes to show how different the box offices are nowadays. I mean, especially oh, this yeah. past year, obviously, but you have to be a big blockbuster thing. Now. I mean, this is a big blockbuster. And like you're saying, like in the beginning, Jamie, like, oh, you would have loved to see this in like a big theater mm-hmm. and everything like back then. Uh, pay a nickel for <laughs> pay a nickel. Be <laughs> like, I ah, look this bad. I mean, maybe not in the '60s, but um, <laughs> a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's like I would have loved to see this in like at the Cinerama Dome or something, just mm. something, some mm. giant theater. I think that's the best That'd way be to see this movie. I don't know. Hello, dollar would be great to watch in that too. That would be cool. <laughs> I still prefer. I like I said, this was a really big deal when I watched it when I was like 11. Like it was a night for my my mom my sister and I where my mom was showing us funny girl like it was a big deal oh it was a deal so we like sat mm-hmm. down and we had popcorn and of course my dad went upstairs cuz he was like eh whatever but <laughs> <laughs> we we sat and we watched it and i remember at intermission i looked over at my sister Jessie and i was like is this isn't this amazing and she was like it's all right like <laughs> she i was having like a profound experience and she was like yeah this is a pretty good movie you know it's not bad. Classic Jesse. Classic <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> oh man. Uh, that's good. Sorry, well, I'm already re- uh, brainstorming a, a rebranding of past and future guest. <laughs> okay, well, I have our game then. Oh, okay. what's the game? So, the game is we are in a production of Funny Girl the musical. I ask you. I part of me wants to be like I want to. I want to. No offense, Jamie, but part of me wants to like deny because I knew you was gonna be like Fanny Bryce. I'm playing Fanny Fanny Bryce, and that will and that will be. Your I answer. would not. I would. I can't sing. You would not. I, no, I would not. Huh? Nope. Interesting. All right, then I'll ask what role should each of us play in. Maybe maybe we can do a fun thing. Maybe we can each cast the other two Ooh, like and that. ourselves. Maybe that might be fun. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Um, Jamie, would you like to go first? Oh, absolutely. Um. Okay. I. I would definitely want to play Fanny's mother. Oh, interesting. I always play moms. That's just what I do. I'm I'm 24 <laughs> years old, but I always play the moms. Um, <laughs> but she is just so sweet and so earnest, and she has some really, really great lines. 
and I would love to just be a part of it. You know, like I just, I just yeah. want to be there. That's... It's not all the pressure of like the leading role. You're just like, I am in this thing. I have some really good one-liners. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the mom won or got nominated for for an Oscar for that yeah. small amount of you know stuff. Um, What's her line? She says that uh, she says, "Love him a little less, help him a little yeah. more." I was like, I like that a lot. <laughs> at the at the beginning, even when she's talking to her, and they're all of the all of her friends are like, "Oh well, honey, you know, you're not pretty." Like, in front of her. Like, that's her daughter. And they're like, man, are you hideous? Like, so rude. And her... You're an uggo. Her mom's just like, my condolences, darling. You're no longer cute. And I just love (laughs) that line. Because her mom's like, yep, this is where we're at. (laughs) This is what we do to survive. And, you know, we don't really talk about ever Fanny's father. Is he in the picture? Is he not in the picture? Mm -hmm. Um, He just... She says something about how Nick... It was gorgeous and how she he reminded her of her ex. Yeah. And she says, wherever he is, may he only stay there. Yeah, may he stay there, exactly. And I just I just think there's so much depth to that mom character that I'd I'd want to play her. There you go. Interesting. Cool, Jane. Yeah. Um, you would be Zigfeld, of course, Connor. I was gonna cast myself as Zigfield. <laughs> I was thinking that. Hundred percent. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I was thinking that Connor would be Yes. Him. Thank you. That's good. I this felt a very strong connection with him watching watching the movie. I was like, I probably play Zigfield. That makes sense. <laughs> just like a stressed, just stressed out, out manager. <laughs> exactly. Stressed out but brilliant yes. manager who's sometimes who's, yes, wrong. Who's sometimes, sometimes wrong. wrong. But damn it, he can adapt. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's uh, Tyler? And then Tyler, Tyler. If we were going to. Yeah, who do you, I mean, uh, frankly, who do you think I would be? Because I just want to be one of the, the song and dance men with the, with the It's funny, the first thing that came into my head was the Western Union man that rides in on a bicycle <laughs> and then takes his hat off and then decides to keep it off because he's probably handing someone like a death notice. That's the first thing that popped I, in my brain. I don't remember who that is, but I yeah. like that description. I'll, I'll be that guy. Tyler. You have to cast yourself, me, and Jamie. Either that or maybe the game's over now because I feel like maybe we did the best bits already. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I my, bad. So. my bad. No, it's all good, Jamie. We finished the game. It was good. We pretty much hit everybody right on the nose. Well, okay. I have a question. Sure. If you were casting this with today's celebrities, oh. who would you cast as our two leads? That's good. That's a good one. Ryan Gosling M. Stone. Ryan <laughs> Gosling M. Stone. <laughs> done. 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 I don't know. Actually... It's so funny. I don't know if it's just because I'm on TikTok or the amount of drama of working at a high school, <laughs> but I'm picturing, do you guys know the song Driver's License that just came out? No. Oh, y'all, it's a huge thing. Yeah. It's, I, I, I kid you not. <laughs> no, I don't. There's, it's the, there's two characters off of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh. Um, and one of them's like 15 and one of them's 18 and they have this like torrid love affair that's not really a love affair because she's a minor yeah and she got really angry about the fact that he was dating another blonde chick that she wrote this song and i i kid you not tiktok instagram anybody who is my age or younger has cried to this song at least once it's very emotional interesting and just for the drama i would like to cast her and the guy that the song's about just those two interesting we'll have to do some workarounds for that because it'd be statutory maybe some of the stuff but well she is she is 16 now so you figure pre-production yeah about a year yeah yeah maybe she'll yeah. be 17 yeah. 17 still still 18. still not we can push it to 18 we can we can push, we can push production. it we can push it 
we'll push production. We'll wait till she's old. Yeah. You know, and then they'll just film. It'll be like boyhood. They'll they'll actually film it in <sighs> chronological order, and we'll just wait. You know, ten years in between takes. I hate boyhood. Me too. Wow. <laughs> I know you like boyhood, Tyler. I mean, I think you it's liked boyhood. Yeah, I only watched it like one time. I'm like, that's pretty good. But apparently, my mom really liked that's it. Good. She's like, that's exactly how it Aww. is. I'm like, okay. I like it. I like it when they're in line to see Harry Potter. That that's cute, my favorite yeah. part. I, I, I stop liking it as soon as he becomes a teenager. That's when I really stop enjoying the movie in any way, shape, or form. That's pretty telling, Connery. It's pretty telling. That I don't like Will teens. You? Yeah, you don't like teens. Were you just repressing your own teenage years? Oh, maybe that I didn't moment. rebel enough as a teenager. Maybe that's it. There it is. Mm. You were like, no, I won't be Willy Wonka. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I need to be more of a diva. <laughs> oh wait so so who who would be the actors in this okay. modern day um oh yeah you guys go i am bad at actor names but i'm loading in my brain people that i think about should yes. i go first people who need people who can also nick arnstein oscar yes. isaac <gasps> yes very, very good yes i think that'd be pretty good um man Fanny Bryce mm-hmm. is tough because that's like a more and they need much to more sing. Oh, yeah. it's like she needs to sing. <laughs> yeah, literally, actually sing. Actually, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac can sing. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, he was in like a Christian a ska band <laughs> in the, like fifteen years yeah. ago. And, I he mean, was, Nick Ornstein do doesn't even have that many songs, so he can get away with it. I can get away with it if he can't, but it's nice that he can. Yeah. Ah uh, man, that's hard to cast Fanny Bryce, but. Zigfield, Russell Crowe. Oh my gosh! I don't know why. I just like seeing Russell Crowe and things. Has a, wait, what, what, who who was the one who did like a really bad job in Les Mis? Was that Russell that was Crow? Russell Crowe? He's so bad, yeah. Tyler. He can't be in this. He, he didn't do. Zigfield. He's Zigfield. He Zigfield he doesn't have any songs. Yeah, he can be Zigfield. Yeah. He did not do bad in Les Mis. He oh, did. Jamie, yes, he did. No, he didn't. I appreciated that he actually sounded like what I think a cop would sound like if he started singing in that particular time. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated the authenticity of it. All no. these prostitutes are singing like birds, and he's like not singing well. And I appreciated that. I think a cop would sing bad. That's a, I'm gonna make a musical of all people who sing bad, <laughs> and everyone's gonna hail me as a musical genius. And that'll be my it's excuse. Do you think a prostitute would sing good? I was like, it's a choice that my character can't sing. Honestly, he's done. <laughs> He's That's dying of truth. syphilis. Do you think he can sing good? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. There's nobody I know that's like both can sing really well as a great actress and is really funny. Or like the look. Yeah, like the look of Fanny Bryce. That's like so hard. Yeah. Well, the closest thing I can think of, they actually, they did it on her TV show. But um, Glee, mm. Leah Michelle played Fanny Bryce inside Glee, inside the TV show. Yeah, yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, I mean she's got the pipes and she's she does. she's got the look. But, uh, she's, she's just not funny. I don't know. I'm I'm not drawn to her for whatever reason. I just I find like she knows she's really hot stuff and not in a fun way like Barbara is. Mm. I'm just gonna cast Josh Hutcherson as as a uh, perfect. <laughs> Call We're it done. Day. It's a gender Brent. Male centric version of wow. funny girl. <laughs> it's called, it's called, it's called Funnier Boy. <laughs> wow. Story of my life right there. Land. Okay. Oh, man. 
<laughs> fundamentally horrible film. It's panned by critics everywhere. Oh my god. Connery's laughing at your existential pain. <laughs> what a great well, host. I to say I, I was on an improv team for uh, a couple of years, and there was one year where there was like two girls in it, and I was one of the girls. So yep. the phrase "funnier boy" just kind of is a little triggering. Mm, I understand it, that. Oh, good Were they times. bad improvisers? Do you do you think? Did they ever like? Did it not throw to you guys? Was it just like my very much their show? No, no, they were lovely. I mean, it was okay. wonderful, but it was still difficult when like. It's they were pretending to be a woman in a scene, uh, and then it's like, oh well, they're yeah. I can't do better than that, you know. <laughs> you can't. Do <laughs> I, you know, like insecure that makes you feel when you're like, that's a better woman. All right, I'll be back here. I'll play a chair. <laughs> I'll play a chair. <laughs> Cast me as the chair. I want to be. The, oh, I like it when uh, Barbara Streisand accidentally sits on that lady because she thinks it's a chair. <laughs> But you know what? I guess that's funny, girl. Yep. She, we watched it. I liked it. I'm so glad you, you liked like it. like it more than me. I'm just huh? glad you liked it. Like, I'm glad somebody yeah. has Yay. seen this movie, even, you know, without the nostalgia, without the, you know, because, I mm-hmm. mean, our family showed it to us. Oh, yeah. So I think it's just Jamie, cool. I, I recently saw it. For, I know Grayson's seen it a bunch of times, but I literally saw it for the first time just a few months ago. I'm going to have a discussion with Mary. Land <laughs> a few months ago. Yeah, literally, mostly because I think when when I would go over to like to see my mom and Grayson's there too now. But mm-hmm. I think Grayson and my mom would watch it together a whole bunch, and I would just be like out doing something else or just being like, hey, I really want to watch that, so I'm just gonna like peace out and go somewhere else. And then finally, I sat down and watched it. Literally, like I said a couple months ago, doy. But <laughs> yeah, I, I finally sat down and watched it. I was like, this is actually really, really, really good. And I had no idea like people from need people are in was from that or mm. like. The, it's the funny. I, song. I watched it with your past and future guest Epiphany um, ah. <laughs> yesterday in preparation ah. for this, and she the whole time was like, "I didn't know people who need people was was this, you know." <laughs> and she knew all the clips, but she didn't know the whole like overarching story. Yeah. But still, that's awesome. Like I now know three people who watched it in their twenties and still liked it. That's awesome. To avoid an impending uh, lawsuit with a podcast, will never listen to us. <laughs> How about former and forthcoming? Uh, that's just like you brought, you brought up a, th- a thesaurus. Former and forthcoming. Yeah, I did. I literally went to thesaurus.com. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you need something like, uh, like, you know, peppier. Yeah. That makes it sound like you guys cool. are like scholars. Not that you're not intelligent, but it makes it oh, sound I, like, I th- now to sit and analyze the film Funny Girl. <laughs> I thought I first said scholars, like we are part of the ska band. <laughs> yeah, with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, with Oscar Isaac. And we've come full circle. Yes, perfect. We'll come up with something later. In the meantime, Connery, go back through all our episodes and scrub all of that. Mm, I'll be fun. Um, I'm sorry. I, I want to say one more thing. This made me think of another 1960s musical, My Fair Lady, <gasps> with Audrey Hepburn, which is also very good. And I remember I watched it again a, a while ago, but I knew most of that thing verbatim, and I mm-hmm. kind of shocked myself because I was just sitting there reciting the whole movie. <laughs> I was like, I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen this movie this much, but may, maybe I have. Well, I remember us talking about the possibility of us doing a village, like that would been fun. Like, and we were all going, "Well, we all know who Henry Higgins would be." Me, it was you. I'd be the best goddamn Henry Higgins. I get to go, damn, 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 <laughs> damn. 
I feel like I've heard you say that several times. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, it's the best line that Henry Higgins says. He goes, I've grown accustomed to her look. <laughs> I don't, I still think where the devil are my slippers is the best, like, that's the ending line. It's the period of oh, right. that. Oh, so it, good. It just so he's just a, a, still like a jackass to his core. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen it, Tyler? No, I've seen like zero musicals. Oh, my. Is Shark Tale a musical? Technically, yes. Yes. There is oh, okay. more than <laughs> yeah, one song, know. so mm-hmm. yes. Well, I guess Shrek's a musical. No, well, it's like a. It's more of a of a um, jukebox musical. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how. Um, oh my gosh! What what the Graduate? So like so much mm-hmm. of the story is reliant on the sound and the song, the soundtrack that kind of weaves the story together, which is kind of like how Shrek is. Yeah, there you go. Podcast history. The first time The Graduate's been compared to Shrek. <laughs> Possibly. You know, I will, I will go down with the ship because if you really take out the songs from The Graduate and you take out the, shong- the songs from Shrek, it really, it really hurts the film. 100%. Yeah, so. it's, it's, a, it's like one third of the storyline is the sounds. I found a connection, sorry. <laughs> what? He found a connection. No, there's just a part in Shrek that I forgot where Shrek bangs on the glass like in uh, like in The Graduate. Uh, Fiona! Oh, and he does break up a wedding like at the end he of The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Basically wow. the same film. I, I, I'm not as smart as I thought I was, which was marginal in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, thanks so much for being on our show. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, like your TikTok? Oh, or, yeah. Uh, letterbox or oh. wherever you want people to follow you uh my well i'll plug my my tiktok sure i don't know really know. or your job or something my job let's not talk about that come uh, to village christian schools my 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 tiktok handle is at widows.peak so you know <laughs> jamie come check me out what i <laughs> look at it <laughs> i know but <laughs> I had other ones. I was going to ask if it was all Nick Cage content, but... (laughs) No, sadly. We're working up to that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thank you for having me on your show. I had so much fun. No problem, Jamie. You're great. Yeah, thanks so much for being on and tolerating mostly me. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, Connery, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop or role-playing games, you might want to check out Starship Impala, hosted by me, Joseph Horn, who's also been on this show recently. and uh, <coughs> Impending I, I, guest, Joseph Horn. <laughs> impending guest. Oh, that's, no, no, this is after Naked Gun, Tyler. Mm, well, he'll be on again. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Im- impending guest. <laughs> that sounds like doom. Like, <laughs> impending guest. He's going to hit us like a meteor. Oh, God. I kind of like this. I like this one. I like impending guest. Impending. <laughs> it sounds so threatening. His entrance is imminent. It does. Impending guest. Incoming guest, Jacob Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound effect you need right there. Yeah. There oh, go. man. We're turning into more and more like some kind of j- j- jock radio station. I love it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it, it's on Starship and Paula. It's on SoundCloud. And it's on the Apple Podcast app. And that's it. Tyler, what do you have to plug? <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at TyamiVice, T-Y-A-M-I-V-I-C-E, and Twitter. And follow us at FranchisePod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. And I just went back through all our episodes and put that information in our <laughs> episode notes. Oh, hot dog. Look at you. Has anyone so... ever emailed you? No. Nope. <laughs> I don't 
That's not an odd thing to have. You're like, Twitter, Instagram, and our email is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've even asked people to sign us up for spam, and they won't do that. So, no. you know. It just, it oh. guess just shows people are good, and it's our own kind of thought experiment of how evil man can be, and they won't yeah. sign us up for spam. Wow. Just our, we're just victimizing ourselves. Well, I, got, <laughs> I got my evening um, planned. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Can't wait for those Nordies ads. One time I got Pizza Hut in England, and I can't unsubscribe from it now because I'm in a different country. Unless I get like a VPN, I can't unsubscribe. So I still get Pizza Hut UK emails. Did it wow. taste any different? Uh, <laughs> slightly less good, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't expecting less good, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's British. I got like a volcano pizza where it's supposed to be spicy. And like, why did I expect this to be spicy? Oh, I just imagine this overflowing of gross... Domino sauce or what Pizza Hut you said, right? Yeah, I think it was Pizza Hut. I was picturing so like the chocolate lava cakes just physically on top of a pizza. Done. Yeah, lava it's, it's, pizza. Like, it's, like a, it's like a deep pan pizza, but just like nasty. Yeah. I always like kids' cuisine when when the uh, mac and cheese would overflow onto the brownie. That was really good. Oh, oh, oh. oh uh. I guess that's just me. <laughs> would you eat the cheese and the brownie together? I guess it's like a cheesecake, maybe, technically. It's like a chocolate cheesecake, I suppose. A mac and cheesecake? Yeah, mac and cheesecake. Yeah, I've had that at Cheesecake Factory. What do you mean, no, it's not, Jamie? There's cheese, and then you have Uh... a little noodle texture, but some chocolates there, too. What's different? Nick Viverka for our music, (laughs) Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Uh, Follow us on all those plugs, and stay tuned for next week when we cover Funny Lady. And on that note... (laughs) Until next time... People, people who need people are the luckiest people. That's our theme song. There you go. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Oh my gosh! Please do, Mama Mia.